The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. All right, settle down, people. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. And it's doggy style. I've got another puzzle for you. Oompa, loompa, doompa, daddy. If you are wise, you listen to... Gas man. How the hell did they know that I got gas? A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. Indians call him... Gas man. Get, get, get a lick of this loving. Man, you got to check it out. It'll boogie-woogie on your brain. on me for making this song. Got gas on your mind. Some people have said that you're retarded. Not me. And my grandmother said to this woman... We're going to do that gas thing? Yeah, we're going to do the gas thing. Laugh out loud.
uh, music from Phoenix, Arizona, Fairy Bones is responsible for that tune, and uh, Waiting is the song. It's a brand new tune from these guys, and they are looking for some help for fund for their album, and I believe they're about 70% way uh, on the way there, and so if you can help them out, cool. Fairy Bones is the name of the band. You can look them up on, uh, on your own time, but right now you are going global with gas, man, and uh, we are back. It's been uh, over a month. And, and unfortunately, Matt, the intern, is not with me. So uh, I went back in the archives and, and uh, had to find someone I used to work with at my radio station. And he is uh, willing to come out here. And uh, Dustin is on the line. Dustin, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. I'm, I'm so glad you uh, joined, or, or at least were able to join us today. So thank you for doing that. No problem. All right on, man. And I was in your neck of the woods, by the way, because uh, you're from Canada. And you're from not, not, not just Canada, but you're from, like, Northeast Canada. Yeah. New Brunswick. New Brunswick. Now, where is that in comparison to Montreal? Okay, so we're like a little bit south and to the right. <laughs> to the right? You mean east? Yes. Okay, like how, how far but, is Montreal from you? Uh, I'd say, I don't know, maybe for like four or five hours. Okay, all right. So I was, I mean, basically it's the same kind of landscape though, right? Yeah, and I say, I say to the right because in canada it's not a grid system so we go by like what color the barn is <laughs> to give directions what color the barn is um all right so you might not even be east of canada you don't even know where you're at i, I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta go find you know, do me a favor go on a map <laughs> for figure out where you're at um but i actually i went up to montreal i i got a, a, pe- a press pass for the montreal just for last festival the comedy festival it's, it was a 30 second one and i threw a I threw a wet sponge to the wall, see if it stuck, and uh, they sent me back as, hey, yeah, you got it, man. You're approved for a media pass for the Montreal Just for Laughs. I'm like, this is amazing. So I, I, I decided to go for it. I started a, 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 fun, a GoFundMe account. It's under the website of uh, fillmytank.org, and I raised some money to help fill my tank to get me to Montreal and back, and I drove. So you drove <laughs> all the way across the United States. I went up from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. I went straight through Flagstaff up to uh, Moab, Utah. And then I hung a right on the 70 and hit up uh, Grand Junction, Colorado, and then went over to Denver, Colorado, where I, hang- where I hung out with Flood of Souls. They're a, a metal band that, was, um, that I met out here in Scottsdale a few months ago. And I said, hey, listen, I'm coming through. Can you help me out, man? I need a place to stay. And like, yeah, come on over, man. It's all good. You can hang out with us. So I went over there, and it was a nice. It was a house party, basically. They had, and we did the radio show from there. And I learned that there is a difference between recreational marijuana and medical marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I learned that they still have uh, medical marijuana, even though they went recreational with it. All right, all right. So what? uh, What's the difference between the two then? Well, the two. It's the potency. Recreational marijuana is not as strong as uh, as the medical marijuana, and what you can have as ownership is different as well. Not as much. I think you can only go, up, go to a, an ounce, I believe, in recreational. Huh. I believe, but an ounce is a lot. <laughs> like that can last for. I mean, you know, like do you need really need to walk around with uh, you know half pound on in, in your in your suitcase, you know, or your backpack or something like that. No, I wouldn't say that you'd need to. I wouldn't say that either. Uh, we're going to talk drugs a little bit later on, too, by the way, as we uh, do some uh, 420 on the Know uh, next hour. Also, the Black Moods will be joining us, and they are a band performing tonight at the Crescent Ballroom. They are a big touring band as well, and uh, they're back in Phoenix, so it's a big show tonight. And what's uh, really cool about it is that they made some news. Uh, they found something at a gas station 
and actually came up on the news. So we'll talk about that with those guys as well. I got to leave a hanger, man. It's a teaser. And uh, also uh, this uh, show, we'll do some porno music or not with them a little bit later on too. But uh, I want to introduce, and well, first of all, it's good to have you back, Dustin. Thanks. Good to be here. Yes. And your country is beautiful, by the way. (laughs) All right. Although I had to sleep in my car in Montreal (laughs) because, uh, well, on my way, I'll, I'll talk about this when we come back. How about that? But I want want to introduce uh, my guest, though, and then uh, maybe we can continue this here. Michael Caratanudo is joining me here, sports broadcaster, um, writer. You are uh, pretty much the in in the know of sports in Phoenix, Arizona. What's up, man? Thank you. I appreciate that. I try. Yeah. I try. Well, that's how we know each other. I know. I liked following your trip on Facebook, too. It was very cool. Your your different stops. Every time you stop somewhere, (laughs) I was like... Fill my, you're like, don't forget, keep filling the tank. Yeah, but man. I was, I it was, looked like a good, I mean, from here to Montreal, I mean, I've driven from here to Jersey a few times. I know the, I know the jaunt that can be, but from here to Montreal, right. but you made it a fun trip too. So it was good. It, you know, it was fun on the way there. On the way back was, it's, I mean, I had to take the same road, which I was a little upset about. So I wanted to take a different route. And so instead of having to go through the same cities that I did on the way back, it was kind of like, uh, you know, it wasn't as exciting. Plus I kind of ran out of money because when I hit um, <laughs> my way from, Marengo, Iowa, to Chicago. I was going to see my my friend out there. He's a he's a golf professional, and he was in this tournament. I was going to make it in time to watch him play, but I hit something on the highway in Iowa. Oh, yeah, and it destroyed my tire. That's I not fun. Destroyed my wheel, and it put me back about five hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't good. So I didn't have any place to stay. Like, and when I went to Montreal. And even when I went to Chicago, I wasn't able to you know, hang out as much as I like to, you know. That's yeah, a fun city, especially in the summer. But, well, yeah, I, you know, I was a jinx. Cause, uh, why is that? You know, I, I will say driving cross country, and granted, we were, we were young the first time we did it with my, my mom and dad. But uh, in Iowa, on the, way, on the way back from Jersey, my sister decided to get sick and throw up on my mom. So my mom's probably got some ill memories of <laughs> Iowa, too, as well. Not as bad as your tire, yeah, obviously, but, but still, it happened in Iowa. All right, but you think that's state-related? It happened in, well, if it happened in the same state, <laughs> sure. It happened in Absolutely. Iowa. Bad things happened to us in Iowa. We threw up in the car. At least, yeah, that's no. Well, on my mom. If it was in the car, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But, well, the worst part it of that story is. No, it was in the car, but she threw up on my mom. But right. my mom got it worse because on the way there, right before we got to Jersey, we were in uh, Pennsylvania, and I threw up on my mom. So my mom got it twice. <laughs> Once You're on the way there. You're kidding me. No, you got, no, oh, my God. I'm wait, sick. hang on. First of all, throw up doesn't just happen no. super immediately, or yeah, does it? No. It did. Well, did I, you have a warning? I was six, and I'm finally- Oh, like, you were my, six? My stomach hurts, and we had just eaten. I forget where. Um, <laughs> not that I'm not trying to bust a place, but I was six. So we, we just- I thought ate. this was like last year. No, like no, 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 no. It was, it was, we had just gotten food, and literally, I was like, I don't feel- And as I was going, moving to the front of the van to tell- my mom and dad, I just projectile vomited on my mom in the front seat, <laughs> right as literally we're pulling out a lot. So it could have been food poisoning because right. it hit me right away. Right. Um, and then you know, we get to, I fell asleep. We get to Jersey. I was fine. But driving back in Iowa, whatever my sister had too. Just, How old is your sister? <laughs> she was eight and nine at the time. Nine, okay. eight, eight <laughs> or right. nine. So yeah, we were all so, young. Yeah, but, but uh, you have a you got a better excuse to throw up. As exactly. As to yeah, yeah. I That's funny. She could have eaten something too, but yeah, my mom got it twice: once there and once back. So it was a consistent. That trip. is awful. That's, yeah. that's hilarious at the same time <laughs> yeah. too, man. That's it's great. funny now than it was. <laughs> nice, man. Um, yeah, Iowa was interesting. Um, the the drive through, uh, you know, I had to go through I eighty is what I went. So when I and what I didn't realize and I didn't pre- uh, prepare for were toll roads. 
I was just about to ask you that too. Yeah, I was going to say, on your posts, I noticed it said fill my tank, but as you started getting into the Midwest and back East, I was like, did he include tolls? No, you really thought never, about that? No. Never, I, 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 I just, I thought about it, but I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, he knows. I'm like, no. not that I know it's not that either one of us are huge world travelers, but I've driven cross country, being back East to me, you know, you have tolls. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure he, I'm sure he figured that you in. You know, and I did, didn't even come in the equation of planning this trip. I really didn't. And I don't know why. And, Cause I have been back East and I've, I've been through a toll booth before. So I know what it is, but I didn't even snap at that. I just figured right. the money I had would cover it. Exactly. You know, and. But you're and, out West for so long too. The other thing is you're out West. You just, you forget about them. I mean, the first few times I've been back East the last time I rented a car and it got charged to my rent a car bill. Cause when we got into Jersey, I didn't have any cash on me. It was at my car. So you had to rip right through it. Yeah. So I just went through it and, but they charge a rent a car. So the rent a car bills you in the end. Right. Well, Chicago was ridiculous. You couldn't oh. go, what, five miles without paying another toll, which was uh, annoying. Indiana was, I think, around nine bucks to get through. O- Ohio was ten bucks to get through. Uh, Pennsylvania was a quickie. Um, it wasn't very long. It was tempting to pull over to uh, Pittsburgh, though, when you saw the sign, Pittsburgh. Oh, I know. Yep. I, like, oh, I, I, go. I, I was going to ask you. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe Dude, you didn't drive tough. by and take a picture just was, for me. Yeah, I didn't have enough gas to do right, it. I'm figured, telling you, I, I ran well, that right. fucking tire, <laughs> screwed up my shit, and I, uh, that's why I had to sleep in my car in Montreal. Um, so, yeah, so it was a lot of money to go through that. I didn't prepare for the fucking tolls. And uh, the thing about it is that um, I got an email from Easy Toll. They sent me an email. It's actually, it came in my, my spam box. No way. Yeah, Easy Pass is what it's called, customer service. Yeah, e- yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it says, you have not paid for driving on a toll road. Toll road. This invoice is sent repeatedly. Please service your debt. And that's bull. I paid every single toll. I didn't pass through anything that I didn't pay for. Right. So I don't know what this is coming from. Yeah, I would email. I paid for right. everything. Exactly. Yeah. There was. I wouldn't want to risk that. I'm thinking here. I because am a lot trip. of times, if, if the out of state plates too, and you're right, not risking it because, and I don't know how tight they are. I've heard stories whether people are making it up or not. But right. if you have an out of state license plate, a lot of times you drive through that Easy Pass. They'll definitely try and catch you later on down the uh, before you get out of the state. To, oh, really? To give you a ticket. I I don't know how successful they are, and like I said, money with. You know, whatever states DPS, well, whatever you want to say, it wouldn't have probably applied to me since my trip was so fast. Right, but in hindsight, I should have blown every single toll road and pay pay for it later. Yeah, you could have. I you mean, know? that would have been one way to do it. But they also would have. But I think that if you would have went from one state to the next, <laughs> you may have only made it through like one or two states oh, that have tolls right. because by the third state, if they talk, but like I said, I it takes a long do, time man. to find something. Right. government. But I'm dude. saying with, exactly. <laughs> Within the state, uh, if there was know, more right? like Chicago, like you're saying that may have been tough to blow through all those and not get caught by, by the time you get out. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, it would have saved me a lot of money. Um, you know, dropping the tire in, in Iowa uh, prevented me from getting a hotel room in Montreal. So right. I ended up sleeping in my car. I'll just tell this little story real quick. And I, I tried to find a spot in the city where I could just lay down. And I saw a lot of cars, and there was a spot open. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning already. So I'm like, all right, so I'll just pull over here. And so I rest myself, and I get in the back seat of my car, try to make best what I can. So I try to fall asleep maybe about an hour or so if I can. People walking by, and it's, it's real sketchy, you know, whatever it is. But uh, I uh, – for some reason, I kind of get up, and there's this car behind me. And I wake up, and I'm like, oh, oh what's going on? And the, all the cars that were there before were gone. There was a car behind me, and then there was another car to the side of me. And I'm like, oh, crap, this is a cop. I'm going to get out of here. So I jump in my car. Real, I'm going to jump in my front seat, start the car, get ready to go, and I realize they're cab drivers. Yeah. And so yeah. I just took off, and then I turned right the next street, found a spot right there. And all right, this is good. I found a spot. could park on the side. 
lay the lay the front seat now. I'm not going to screw around the back seat anymore. And about an hour into my sleep, somebody tried to open my front door. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm like, thank God it was locked. That's all I got to say. Thank God I remember to lock it. Try to treat, yeah. You know the funny thing is, I if you knew you were going to end up in Montreal, I think if you would have don't got, tell me you know somebody. No, up there. I don't know okay. anyone in Montreal. All what right, I'm okay. saying is, you being a hockey fan, I'm bringing it back to sports. Sure, you're a hockey fan. Right. I do love your Kings. Yeah. You know, but for the for the sake of going to Montreal, put a Canadian's jersey on, walk into a bar, make a friend. You would have found a place to stay. You know, I probably could have if I had a Canadian. I only had, saying, a, right. I had a I had a Montreal. Uh, excuse me, I had a uh, Toronto. Yeah, you don't want to wear that there. Not <laughs> Montreal. No, I, I consider bringing it. And right. I'm like, you know what? Right. Probably not a good idea. I mean, the Canadians fans respect them, but I'm saying if you were looking for a place to stay, like, even a T-shirt, you right. should have just bought one here in, I know. in Chicago, somewhere on the way, buy a but, Canadians T-shirt. You know, it was, uh, it was, um, it wasn't well planned. It was kind of very impromptu. I had a couple weeks to put this thing together, and I and I went for it and I did it, and I enjoyed it, man. I had a great time. You know, and, it, was, and it looks like you did, and that's what I was gonna say. The message out there to all the kids out there: Yes, you want to have a plan. Yeah, a lot of times you want to have a place to stay, but you know what? An impromptu trip, going to do something you love, is much better than sleeping in a hotel room because at some point you'll make friends and. You'll get yeah. to stay somewhere. So I'm all, yeah, believe me, I'm all for the road trips. I had a great time in Buffalo, man. I'll tell you oh, that much. Buffalo's great. You've been there before. I have, well, I spent time in the airport and that was about it. But um, I had a friend from Buffalo and that I used to work with at uh, Gilligan's. And we were always going to go together. Go to He's a big Bills fan, so I love to tease Ben all the time just because even though for four years they were the most dominant team in football, they just couldn't win a Super Bowl. Right. But... To go there, and I definitely want to hit a Bills game, obviously, earlier in the season, not late. I don't, you know me. I don't yeah. like cold, but, I mean, when, you're, <laughs> when you have, like, 15 layers to go watch a football game, it's cool. And I'm not going to be like the guys in right. uh, Green Bay when it's 35 below with no shirt on. Right. Not my, not my cup of tea. But I definitely want to go there for the food and, the, the, you know, the, the, buffalo, the real wings yeah. and to eat with it's blue amazing. cheese. To, to eat with blue cheese because <laughs> you don't, they don't serve ranch at, at a lot of those places. You eat it with blue cheese. I went to this pub, and I think it was called the Essex Pub, and they had the, the wings were, were grilled. Yeah, they were huge, mm-hmm. and they had a special blue cheese sauce that was amazing. And I got to tell you something, man. It was they were the best, and it wasn't even known to be. I don't think as far as a hot spot for wings and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just a, a bar, a pub there, and it was a this amazing thing. I was just like wow. Yeah, on the Food Channel one time, and you said like you said in Essex, and I don't remember the name. Like you said, they may have not been known, but they showed the original place that started with you know buffalo wings yeah. and the sauce and. I mean, everyone I, said don't go there. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> from the, I, granted, I know it was a Food Network show. I'm not going to tell you to go there, but the lines at that place. So whoever's saying don't go there, yeah, I, that's whatever. The, they may have uh, had a bad experience, but the anchor, anchor bar, maybe it was the, it was the original place, called, yeah. and it's it's old. I mean, obviously, very old, but they and they do it all, and the owner was very adamant, you know, right. New York accent, but. We, there's only blue cheese, so you 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 call people foreigners. Foreigners come ask for ranch. We don't we don't have any. That's like ranch with the pizza. People get offended. Oh, well, I, don't, no, I don't get that either. I don't but. like ranch. Ranch is sick. Even blue cheese I can tolerate, but it, it's a ugh. all right. Uh, Dustin, you've been in Buffalo before. Uh, no, I can't say that I've ever been to Buffalo, but about the ranch, <laughs> I will say that I didn't know what ranch was until I moved to the states. You have nothing like that. Well, you have uh, Putan. Well, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> is that everywhere in that in that area in that region from Montreal to you? I mean, I'm sure it's in uh, Toronto as well. But I mean, is it? Uh, I mean, it's how prevalent is it? Because I was at McDonald's. They had you can get poutine there. Yeah, poutine is a Canadian delicacy. It's a delicacy. <laughs> oh wow! 
What is it made with? Is it something like what's the delicacy makes no. it sound like it should be made with special it's, ingredients? No, it's it's a delicacy because uh, it's it's special. It's very special to us. It's it's poutine is is out of all things that could be considered Canadian food, that is the one that tops the chart. Wait, even more than back bacon? Yeah. Come on. I mean, you guys call it Canadian donuts? bacon. We just call it bacon. Yeah, I was going to say. Donuts? <laughs> oh, donuts rule. What about donuts? Ba- Canadian bacon and donuts. Great, yeah. great breakfast. Great breakfast. Right. I t- hey, I heard Tim Hortons is getting bought up by a Burger King. Oh, yeah, I saw that. What's that mean? They can't um, lose that name. Here's the thing. Yeah, I'm excited, but I'm also <laughs> terrified. Of what's well, like what? Because on, on the positive hand, that means we could be getting Tim Hortons all throughout the United States, and I can go to Tim Hortons. But on the terrifying side, it means they could completely destroy everything that is Tim Hortons. As far as like it's oh, that's Mike's Tim Hortons. I know Mike. How are you doing there, Mike? You right, know, I got you. It was more of a. It's, it's the friendliest place to get your coffee. They were all over the place when I was driving up there. They were like on those uh, highway, you know, gas station rest places. A couple Tim Hortons there, uh, especially when I got into into Canada when I drove because I, I kind of went in um, a little bit north. I can't remember where it was, but uh, um, I didn't take I didn't take the middle of New York straight up to Canada to Montreal, where it's like a twenty minute ride from the border. I ended up going uh, across the uh, the lakes earlier and ended up doing about a three-hour drive to Montreal. And there were just Tim Hortons all over the place. It was all farmland and stuff like that. And uh, it was it was a beautiful countryside. It was really neat to drive in there. I felt comfortable driving through your, your country, Dustin. It felt, uh, but also that kind of that anxiety of I'm in a different country with Arizona license plates. <laughs> I'm like really far away. It's okay. It's okay. Canadians understand because they spend half the year down here. Right. Oh, yeah. Half of them do. Exactly. Um, you want to guess the mileage? From Phoenix to Montreal. When I parked my car in Montreal for the first time, driving in through that city, boom. What was the mileage? Without, without actually cheating and looking it up. Uh, I didn't post it yet. I'm going to say... I'm going to go with a solid six. Six thousand miles don't know how many kilometers that is anymore is that uh one way or are you talking about round trip um i have no sense of depth perception so i'm gonna go with one way i'm gonna say one way probably 4100 4100 yeah okay um you're both wrong (laughs) however (laughs) dustin yeah Six thousand miles <laughs> probably got me to to Italy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but maybe I'm thinking six thousand kilometers. Uh, possibly, I don't know what you're. I don't even. I can't do the math. Uh, but even they help you on the math on the highways. It says you know seventy kilometers is fifty miles an hour. Um, I, uh, it's a, I honest to God, when I left my house and my door at, from Phoenix, Arizona, and parked it in Montreal, it was three thousand and nine point three miles. Also, when we drove to Jersey, it was a little over three thousand miles. But I was just thinking, going yeah. But you were probably seeing the the the, ho- the house of mud and stuff like that, right? On your, on your trip? Well, the first time, <laughs> no. I mean, it was it was pretty cut and narrow there, and then right. we took the opposite way back. So yeah, you're figuring a little over three. So yeah, thirty. So would you say thirty one hundred? Nope. It was it was exactly three thousand exactly and nine miles. miles. Wow. Yeah, and on the return was exactly like six thousand three miles. 
It was like, oh, I see. So yeah, so pretty, <laughs> it was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, well, that's enough of that talk. I'll tell you what, we're going to talk a little sports. Cause that's what you're here for, Mike. We're going to talk about uh, the football season starting up, and we'll get into some other stories. Uh, college football started today too, oh, right? Yeah, well, so, Thursday, yeah. Oh, Thursday. So yep. I, this is really big for you to break away for a couple hours because the games are on. We have no TVs in the house. I know. All right, just making sure. <laughs> I'm good. I'm All good. right, good man. We got to the Black Moods will be joining us in about an hour as well. This band is called Made Violence. What we do here, we play music. I'm going global with Gas Man on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's uh, Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time. And um, we have a Facebook page as well. You can uh, check that out. Uh, We play music from across uh, the world, basically. We we go global with our tunes. And we want your input. So you can send me an email, kevin at withgas.com. There's two S's there, kevin at withgas.com. Com. Let me know what bands we should be playing on this program. This is a band that I heard about when I was in Buffalo, and these guys are making some big noise out there. We're going to play them right here. You Had It Easy is the name of the tune. The band is called Made Violent. And again, it's music from Buffalo. It's right here on Going Global with Gas. Man. As you go global with gas, man, it's your Saturday night, uh, afternoon, evening, 
morning, whatever you want to call it. It's uh, August 30th, by the way. We're back. And uh, I appreciate you guys uh, continuing to check out some of the past shows we've been putting up there over uh, at voiceamerica.com slash the variety channel. Check out Going Global with Gas. You can search it and uh, you can listen to all the past programs we've had. We've had comedians in here. We've had musicians in here. We've had... I was going to I would not yet porn stars. Porn stars, I think next week we're going to try to get a porn star in here. Because <laughs> nice. right? uh, next week I'm doing a benefit show and it's hosted by a porn star. So what and better, I am not that. <laughs> <laughs> better, what better way to play porn on music or not than with a porn star? You know what I'm saying? So we'll try to do that for next week. And uh, that voice right there is Michael Caratanudo. He is a uh, sports uh, writer, he's a sports broadcaster here in Phoenix, Arizona. You, um, me and him have done, is that the right language? Yeah. Okay, me and him. Sure. <laughs> yeah I'll tell you I failed you English in 8th grade <laughs> I, I swear to God I have my old 8th grade uh, report card no you saved and it and I, I failed it yes I, I had a better grade in Spanish than I did in English <laughs> I'm not kidding you I had a D in Spanish and I had to fail in English did you just not go to English class um I went I hated it I, okay I hated school I was such a like I, I questioned authority at too much of a young age you know I hated it. I hated school. You know, a lot of people do. I feel like I'm good. And, and you know, it's, it's tough being a teacher. But I'm not saying you had all bad experiences. But like, if if a kid can't relate to a teacher or something, make and I was school's not always going to be fun. You got to do work. But if a teacher can make it fun, I think it's just different for each kid. Because I never liked sure. it. But playing sports, I liked it enough to know that I'm going to keep up with the studies. Because if not, I'm not going to be doing that. So right. It's it's you know one end or the other. Right. Would you play soccer? Didn't you? Football, soccer, track. Right. Yeah, so it's uh, it's I never wanted blood. I never wanted to be home. It's in your Italian blood. (laughs) I I didn't play very many uh, sports in high school. I um, I did golf. I had a hole in one in a golf tournament. And I don't (laughs) like you. (laughs) I played golf for the first time in a year last week and shot a one thirty. It was terrible. But I mean, I was hitting the ball. What about the back nine? Yeah. <laughs> you shot a 130? Yeah. Dude, get out of here. I'm just No, like, leave. Get I'm out. Funny. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're awful. But how do you think I felt? Why you can't know? you hit a ball? What's wrong with no, you? No, I hit the ball. <laughs> it was, it was, it wasn't teeing off and it wasn't putting. My putting got really good. That's what's actually safe shots. It was, it's the, it's the, it's the <laughs> middle game. Safe shots at 130? Believe me, it's, it's the middle game. I part, I, I part, man. I part two holes. Look, there's, there's three aspects. Two. There's three aspects to golf. You have your tee shots, your fairways, and your greens. Exactly. You only have one of them going. Well, I had two. If you're going to putt, well, that's, that's your greens, right? Yeah. So that's greens. That's and, all I you had. Te- and I teed off. Oh, well, you teed off. Well, it was just the middle. It was the middle game. It, it was, was reaching it, the green. Yeah. It was your approach shots. You had a hard time yes. with. Now, what's wrong with you? Man? What's going? Yeah. What are you thinking about? Um, well, I, unlike you, I'm not on the PGA tour yet. <laughs> I'm not on the PGA tour. It's been a few years that I played. <laughs> okay, so you go back out. Tell me what you shoot. <laughs> well, okay. Listen, if you're doing a tee box, fairways, and greens. And you're succeeding at two out of those three, and you're halfway decent. You're shooting at around a, a 90, probably, or an 80. Yeah, I well, would say. when you hit a few nines, you hit a few tens. You get, I parred two holes, though. So I was happy about that. Yeah, that I keeps you coming back. Right. But uh, yeah, my, my, my good See, friend Tom is, uh, is I'm, I'm getting new clubs. So uh, my, my older clubs were accidentally donated. See, this um, is the difference, though. All right, so you get up on your own clubs, be comfortable with your own clubs. But right. you said a couple pars. Two is two pars is, is sufficient enough for you to be okay. I'm I'm. I don't play in a year. Game. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, and I'm well, still that's hitting fine. the ball, and I'm not like whiffing, picking my head up, missing the right, ball. I didn't okay. miss the ball. It's just you know, ironing me, something's out. It's it w- frustrating. I'm with you. No, but for me, that would be birdies. Oh, okay. Like if I got a birdie, I should I should at least get a birdie or two per round. Okay. Well, you're that good. Then walk on. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not bragging about no, it. That's just I know, what no, it no, is. I, I, I get know. what you're saying, but I'm to the point where, and my my friend Tom, who I mentioned to. Uh, works for Ping. He his dad was a golf pro, retired golf pro. Had a 
was in Wisconsin, so he was up there for the summers back here in the winters because obviously you're not, you know, golfing on ice up there. Right. Um, he always said if I could calm down that I would probably be good at golf because I would listen to what they say. I would keep my head down, and I would, I, however they told me to grip, I grip, but the ball would not go straight like theirs. It would go every which way, and I want to snap clubs when I was younger because I'm like, I did what you said, and the ball went over there. Right. Obviously, it's a form thing in any other sport. It's practice. But yeah, you're right. By the by the by the ninth hole, by the tenth hole, I'm like I'm done today. I, but I'm like you know what? I'm gonna finish out because I could have just sat in the clubhouse and waited for them to get back and drink. But I'm like you know what? I haven't played in a year. <laughs> I'm not gonna act like that. And then that's right. As long as you're not slow, that's all that really matters. That was, um, a, that was a teeny slow the last like seven holes. Well, if you're hitting 130 shots, you are gonna be slow regardless. So uh, we got Michael Caratonudo. He's hanging out with me. Uh, Dustin's in the other room. And uh, Dustin, you play golf at all? Uh, I've uh, done putt putt a few times, but no, never, uh, never an actual golf game. Is it is it putt putt in Canada? Is that what they call it? Yeah, putt putt. I never heard of putt putt before I moved to New Mexico, and they had that, and that was because uh, where I'm from in L- in LA, we had castle golf. Mm-hmm. You know, we had like an actual castle, and you know, like with windmills and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. So when I went to New Mexico, this was in Las Cruces. I noticed they had the their, their putt putt is what it's called. It's called putt putt. So first of all, I had to get over that. Yeah. <laughs> initial yeah. reaction. We just called it miniature golf. Never right, miniature golf, exactly. Right. So um, I was like, well, where, where's the windmills? Where's where's the castle? <laughs> where's the fucking fun? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like, shit. It's, it's got, yeah. All I right. mean, you need the, you need the windmills. It's tough as shit, too. Oh, yeah. That's just, I mean, you talk about fast greens well, in, the, in, in the PGA. Man, these are running on a 15 on a step meter. Right. No, and the funny thing is, like, and you know, when you talk about going to you go and play miniature golf, and I think of like you know sports movies, and you know Happy Gilmore when he took right. him there. But I mean, it, it's a comedy, but it, at a point, it's kind of true. If you go and you got these the hills and stuff like that, you're, I mean, granted, you're not going to hit it through contraptions on a golf course, but you get the ones with hills. You got to right. actually learn how to work an angle. If you bring your own putter, not use are you cheesy putters. Are you defending putt putt? I like miniature golf. <laughs> it's not real golf. I mean, uh, but putt putt. Are you defending putt putt? No, just the hills. Oh no, no the undulations. Terrible. No, you need you need right. the you need the, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. the you need stuff. the, you yeah, need the exactly. castle, the windmill, the castle, <laughs> the clown that spits it back Something out at like you. Something like that, exactly. Absolutely. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk. Speaking of sports, we're gonna get into this right now. And we were uh, when I was in Buffalo. This is the the funny the funniest thing I heard when I was on my trip was uh, the Buffalo is a drinking city with a sports problem oh yeah absolutely <laughs> and you know you were talking about that earlier about going to see uh, games in buffalo and everything like that and uh talking about the mentality of a city um that had some great people i really enjoyed everybody there i just don't know why is it you know they don't win phoenix arizona same thing we have here with the cardinals it's the mentality i think of the city that brings up this the team itself i mean or do you think the do you think there's any role playing in between that maybe the team can help the city pick up a little bit and vice versa could ever work with the crowds bringing up a team oh absolutely especially there i mean you look and like like i said when you were first talking about driving up to montreal that four-year span in the in the early 90s late 80s early 90s where they went to four straight super bowls they played the most games in football they still won the most games in football unfortunately for them just didn't win it and that and that city I mean that that game, and I mean I know you, people might not be the you know you're not a diehard NFL fan, but there's certain sports games you'll remember that Houston Buffalo game where they came back right. from 32-3 down. People couldn't be a fan of either team, but they can tell you about that game and that stadium, that reaction to anybody from there that's been from there. It, it 
it, it's just a capsule of what it is. So yeah, yeah it's both. Let's let's and, talk. But the difference it, it was here, a, it was a forward pass, but we'll continue. Well, uh, on. yeah, but <laughs> the, the difference here though too is that, and people have said it for years. I mean, granted, the longer you live here, you know, yeah, there's there might be more natives, but everybody's from somewhere else. So right. they'll be like, yeah, I like the Cardinals when they're not playing the Steelers, when they're not playing, you know, the Cowboys, the Niners, whoever else. So it's, right. it's, it's, yeah, it's support. And there are Cardinals fans, but it's not but, enough. It's, but not, it's like, not, it's not the full heart support when they, I mean, when they're winning it is. And I mean, last year, a team that won 10 games as the season went on, started to draw more support. People are very excited about what they can do this year. Carson Palmer's second year, but yeah, I mean, I, I to, to answer your question, it's a balance. Yeah. I think, I think there has, right. you, you need the fans, but the team's got to win. Cause after a while, I mean, outside of you were in Chicago, I mean, Cubs fans, 1908, long time. Right. When is that stadium? They, when is that ballpark? When is Wrigley field ever empty? Right. Right. It's always constantly packed. Right. They have a winner with a loser. Exactly. So, so, all right. So Phoenix, Arizona, so let's talk about this real quick. When the Cardinals came to town, was it 86? 89. It was 89. Yeah. Okay. Basketball was the only thing going on in this town. Absolutely. The only thing. Well, and hockey. hockey but okay. Not the, the Coyotes, minor, no, but right. The Roadrunners. The Roadrunners, yes. And that was the LA Kings minor league yep. franchise. Yep. So, yeah, hockey's been here since 1967, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As soon as the Kings came into play, I believe the Roadrunners were open. Yeah, I think it was like maybe a year or, or two later, maybe but our, in that time. Right. Frame. So, you yeah. got to think about the rich tradition. That's a, It's a really a hidden Right. Rich tradition of hockey here in Phoenix, oh, Arizona. But the Suns, that was it. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about that was it or it until 89 when the Cardinals came. And then you had uh, less than 10 years later when the Coyotes showed up and the Diamondbacks showed up. Yeah, the Diamondbacks and 96. It was a 96 97 season, was the, the Coyotes, Coyotes and, and the, the 90, D backs were 97. 99. No, 90, that's when they bro- broke ground on the stadium. That's no. when they broke ground. 97 on the was the first year. Oh. They weren't in business for two years, then won the, 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 won the World World no. Series? Yeah, it was. They came in 97. No, was that was my first year here. No, but I'm saying the stadium wasn't even I'm questioning built a sports guy. I'm probably going to lose. No. Um. <laughs> the, no, that's because the, sta- the, the, the D-backs, because the, the stadium didn't pass the first time. A lot of people that you know move here that love baseball didn't realize that the voters, the taxpayers shot it down. It got loopholed and went through council, and then suddenly we get a team and there's – Groundbreaking on a stadium, but yeah, ninety nine was their was their first year. Was the first year? Yeah, and then because they lost all those games, and then two so ninety seven was the announcement of the team coming. Was the to announcement? Yes, you're right. Okay, then that's probably what happened. Because that's when yeah ninety seven was the announcement, and they were coming in with what was it Tampa? Wasn't it was Tampa? Because no, yeah, because because the Mar- the. The Florida Marlins were already there, so it was Tampa. Right. Is baseball so still going on? on. <laughs> not for months here. Not, for, not, not since uh, before the All-Star break, so yeah. No, I mean, you, know, you talk about the, uh, like in, in, uh, the mentality of the city of Phoenix, Arizona. You know, Obviously, the D-backs aren't happening. It's been you know, four, 13 years since they made something happen. Uh, they, made a bl- what, they made the playoffs a few years ago, maybe a little, little bit more than that. With uh, Gibson at the helm, did they make the first round? Lost to Colorado? No, they they lost to uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee with Ryan Braun. That's why a lot okay. of people here don't like him. <laughs> but I mean, they, they really haven't been able to establish yeah. it. You know, you, you win, but you know, you, you're winning a World Series with a team that was made up of a bunch of players on their way out, or a handful of players. Yeah, Kurt Schilling still had success up in Boston. Randy Johnson tried to go to New York. 
I mean, Mark that, Grace. Mark Grace, yeah, definitely. I mean, Luis Gonzalez was here. Matt Williams moved on. But, right. yeah, I mean, it was players. I mean, they. You had they, a lot of guys who were very mature. Right, in, exactly. In the, in the Craig league. Council, who had already won a World Series with the Marlins before they had their fire sale, before right. the Diamondbacks came in the league. So, so you didn't have much to really build on, right. in a sense. So right. in a, the, the fire sale for them happened, or at least everybody left, and then you had to start with fresh faces and try to and figure out the And it's been magic. tough. I mean, you know, the, the, the Dodgers got new ownership. Right. <laughs> Everybody's well aware of that. But, you know, the money the Dodgers are spending. But to me, it's always about, and, and you and I have, you know, joked around over the years and kidded, you know, the Yankees started throwing money at everybody, not building a farm system. But why is it the Cardinals are always in the playoffs? They build their farm system. You know, you can throw money at it and maybe, yes, get there and have winning teams. But the Dodgers, people try and say, oh, they're trying to be the Yankees or the Red Sox of the West Coast. No, I mean, outside of, I would say, one player probably, they've spent their money very greatly. Like, you can't, and they bought... I mean, Puig obviously came up through the system. Right. But, well, I mean, they got it from Cuba. Right. But that's the thing. I mean, they're spending money, but they they won the division last year. They're headed to win the division again. Yeah, can they get past the Cardinals? I mean, with that pitching staff, I would say yes, because the playoffs, uh, unlike the regular season, was not about pitching. It's all about pitching. And, I mean, Kershaw, I mean, good luck getting a hit off that guy in multiple innings. I mean, that's that's the thing. So um, it's it's – Spending money wisely, but develop your farm system because, again, why is attendance always packed in St. Louis, summer, fall, whatever? They know they're putting a winner on the field. Pujols wanted more money. Yeah, they, they loved what he did. Yeah, he's doing. He's obviously doing good in Anaheim. The first year was kind of rough. Right. Cardinals are still winning, though. Right. So you, you build your farm system, and it's kind of going off a little bit here. And, and not that the Diamondbacks haven't tried to, but you're right. You bring players in to kind of win right away, but what are, how far in the future, how, far, how much of the future, I should say, are you mortgaging? Right, you I know, got you. So the bullpen's been the struggle for them. And they haven't, I mean, they've, I think they've lost the second or third most one-run games all year long. So, yeah, I mean, you, you have to put runs up. I'm not splitting the atom for anybody there. But if you can't pitch and your offense isn't scoring and you're losing all these one-run games, I mean, you know, so you score the one more run and you win, now you're in the playoff hunt. Okay, so now you're talking about missing or losing out to games with uh, one run. So it sounds like it's a, it's a team that is kind of almost at that level of turning the point, you know, turning the corner a little bit, right? So what do you do? You, you obviously scratch this season away. Oh, yeah. You look for the future, uh, maybe bring in some younger folks to come in and play around a little bit and see what they can bring you. But you can't destroy the core of what you have because this team is starting to feel, hey, we're so close in so many of these games. I think – once we turn that corner with everybody, then we can make that machine start rolling and start winning these games. Absolutely. And, and I mean, you're just talking about an, an, a cliche to sports, and people get tired of hearing cliches, but it's about building that confidence. It's about right. body language. I right. Mean, you know, a pitcher. You can't do that if you interchange right. players exactly. every five months or something exactly. like that. Exactly. So. A pitcher walks a guy, and, you know, yeah. so then he's like, oh, man, somebody's got their head down. Then somebody gets a hit, and there, and there you go again. I mean, right. Kirk Gibson's been frustrating for him. They did bring in Tony Larusa to the front office to kind of be. That's just a figurehead. Well, yeah, but he'll definitely have his hand, and he's good about picking out players. They have good young talent. I mean, and like most well, they teams, need that, it, right? Right. So. Most teams that aren't successful, the bullpen's the issue. I mean, how many dominant closers do you see teams have? Yeah, if you get that guy, you're not letting him go. But your pitching staff needs to be solid, especially in the bullpen with such a long season. And yeah, injuries play a key for everybody. Could play into the equation for everybody, but it's it I, for fans. It's frustrating for players. It is because, like you said, when you're losing. You're going to draw, you know, 19,000, right. 20,000 fans of a stadium that seats 40? Okay, so bringing it back around, and I really had no intention to talk no. baseball, which is kind of funny, but I'm glad we did. Um, 
but it's more about the again the mentality of it. So how does that translate from a winning team like the Cardinals in baseball to what the Dodgers are doing and they're in their uh in LA and then how does another franchise another sports you know team even outside of that sports uh, like a Cardinals how do the Arizona Cardinals build on that? How do they create that mentality of winning in Phoenix when it doesn't seem like a lot of people care too much about them. Well, you pay the players that deserve to be paid. I mean, I'm sure you saw they gave that big extension to Patrick Peterson, who people think a lot of you know experts think probably the best athletic corner in the league. Could play safety, could play corner. I mean, you see him on the field. He returned punts as a rookie. I mean, turned right. returned three for a touchdown, three for touchdowns. Um, you know, spending your money wisely. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, fans are always going to be, obviously, everybody says fans short for fanatic. If they were running teams, most teams wouldn't be any good anyway. <laughs> right, and exactly. I, I'm, I'm part of that equation too. But it, it's spending money on the right players. It's, yeah, you, you have a winning product and you give people a reason to come out, they will. I mean, the other side of that too, where a lot of people are missing. I mean, football, eight games. Buy season tickets. It's feasible to go to eight right. different Sundays. Basketball, baseball, I mean, baseball, you have 81 games. Basketball and hockey, you have 41. People are making a lot of money, but who's going to spend the time to go to 41 games or spend the money? I'm not saying time because they love what they want to go, but you can't go to 41 games. So plus with the TV deals and you can see every game everywhere and everybody with high def, I mean, your, your couch is just as comfortable as sitting at the stadium. I mean, outside of maybe getting the experience, but Winning will always bring people out. And it starts with, like you said, paying the right players, having an ownership that has a vision, that wants to put a winner on the field. And, you know, Bill Bidwell took a crushing for a long time. I mean, coaches were coming in and out of here, like almost revolving right, exactly. doors every three years. And um, I think they got but, someone in there. But Michael Bidwell, his son, right. has done a good job, you know. And now with, uh, with Steve Kime, the GM, and, I mean, Bruce Arians, we saw the job he did in Indianapolis taking over for Chuck Pagano when he got sick and was sidelined. He, he's a no-nonsense guy. You listen to him talk, and I mean, yeah, they, there's the coach speak, but right. it's black or white. You're going to do this. You're going to be on the team. You're going to not, and that's why it, it is more exciting. You're right, because football, people are excited about football, but even more excited, I think, because they expect the Cardinals to get back to that 10 win, ten wins, yeah, and they're in no. the toughest division in football, toughest. even though the Niners have suspensions. Yeah, will the Seahawks be the same? People have tape on the Seahawks, but still, the Rams, I mean, the Rams front seven, uh, off the subject teeny bit, the Rams front seven, Best best front seven in football. That defensive line, the depth. Well, how's the backup QB going to be doing now? Well, exactly. Bradford's Sam Rafford done, done again. He's right. done. So we're talking football, obviously. We're talking sports. Michael Carrots Nudo, uh, sports broadcaster here in Phoenix, Arizona, and um, my co-host for the Mesa Community College football games and, and a few basketball games as well, and yeah. a few baseball, baseball. games baseball, too. Man. Yeah. We, did, we did a few, man. Yeah. We did a few on the uh, radio station. Where, where I uh, volunteer at every day, <laughs> or at least Monday through Friday. Um, it's a cheap plug. It's 93.9 FM in, in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, Driving with Gas is the name of the program, so you can listen to that on the radio. But right now, you're going global with gas, man. And it's voiceamerica.com, the Variety Channel, and every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. We're back. We were off for about a month and a half, actually. Um, went on my little trip and came back, and so now we're settled, settling back in. And you know, going global with gas is uh, music, comedy, and life. So this is part of life is sports, you know. This football season is uh, starting up next week. Thursday is the opener. Um, I don't know, college football started this week. College football this, started this today. Thursday, but no, next, but next week is when football, oh, like NFL, NFL I'm sorry, begins. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm just so excited football's here. So yeah. you say football, and I'm like, wow. You gave me some good news. My uh, my UCLA Bruins won yes, today. So very ex- twenty. Very excited about that. I'm hoping there would be a uh, return some of the glory to UCLA and football, which hasn't really been. Well, they were good last year too. They were good last and year. And you said it. We were talking about it off air. I mean, but Brett Hundley, local kid here out of Arizona, Chandler, Arizona, went to Chandler High School and. Kids now a Heisman uh, on the Heisman watch, and he scored their uh, their only offensive touchdown. The line struggled a little bit. I got to watch a game before. It's funny when you posted that. I was I'm like, oh man, this is weird. I'm watching UCLA, and and here's gas, you know. So, <laughs> but you know, he uh, the second half he was completing passes. It looks like he settled down more. But yeah, if they're, right. they're going to have success in the Pac-12, especially I mean going up against uh, Oregon, even going up against you know Arizona State for yeah. the South and USC for the South, which I still think UCLA and ASU. Um, after ASU's victory uh, Thursday night, victory. cheap plug for my Sun Devils there. But yeah, anyway, wait, hang on, no. hang on, hang on. I'm going to rip you on this. It was Weaver State. Come on, it was I, Weaver I State, and it hey, was it Virginia was at only home. won two games last year. Okay, and you opened up at Virginia. Okay, but you're on the road across the country. At okay, a, at a, I agree. At a viable college, okay, regardless yes. of the crappy year they had. Okay, Weber is Weber, Weber State, State Division One. They're they're well Division One A. Okay, yeah, yeah. they're Division One A, and and they had the schedule, and ASU couldn't get rid of it. Why can't you just have preseason college games because these are fluff games. It's a money game for Weaver no, State. There's no ins- doubt about no, that. insurance though because that's one more game for a player to get hurt. If it, I mean, if you're going to think about the business side, I mean, yeah, I agree 100% with you because people look at the a lot of first games as preseason, although, you know, Oklahoma State and Florida State play tonight. But, right, so game. why can't, but, I mean, okay, well, whatever with, the With, with the new playoff system, right. with the new, now, now that it's gone to four, the BCS is gone, or in some people's opinion, the BC mess, as they, you know, some people thought they got it wrong. But now with the playoff system, the next two years, watch how teams are starting to schedule. Because ASU, I mean, they play New Mexico next week. <laughs> they go, which isn't tough, but it's another softy. They do have Notre Dame coming here in November. That's that another game with they have a Notre Dame in November, and then obviously they play UCLA yeah, USC. But, who's uh, ranked. Listen, all I'm saying is that you can't no, get high on your horse with a win over Weber State. It's a hey, no, no, I'm not. I agree, <laughs> and I'm not. I just you know I'm just saying. But, <laughs> right, but here's the thing with ASU, and, yeah. and but and, and Todd Graham, and uh, the few times I've got to interview him, gas and talk to, and be in interviews and talk to him. I mean, it's 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 straightforward. Going out to practice, it's. I mean, he's a. He, He's a college coach, and people have issues with how he left Pittsburgh, whatever. But him on the field, it's, you know, for a second he got here. No jewelry in the in the building, nothing like that. You know, no not flash. that players had saggy pants, this and that, but right. you're going to be dressed like this. And accountability from one. Anytime something's gone bad in a game or it's they've struggled, he's like, I need to do a better job preparing my coaches. I, we're accountable for this. At some point, yes, right. the players have to make plays, but a lot of coaches will – and you've heard it. And I'm not saying that, you know, he hasn't in his career, but a lot of coaches might deflect, hey, there's another team out there that just performed better. And he'll take he's taken that road. But what he's done with this team, ASU, even under Dennis Erickson, as much as I like Coach Erickson, a lot of times they struggle against us. I mean, they struggled against three quarters for UNLV. Yeah. And I'm not picking on UNLV, I'm saying a smaller school. They took care of a team they should take care of in Eric, a big fashion. Erickson didn't, didn't give a shit. I don't think he really well, cared too he, much. He's a good recruiter, but if the discipline side was the issue, he lost. I mean, they, they didn't do well. I mean, that's well, they did the first year. I mean, okay. they, went to, well, they went to two bowl, bowl games back to back years. Ten yeah. wins his first season. I think nine. Yeah, but how much is year. that of Dirk it, Cutter's How much is that? Year. Okay, yeah, I was going to say how much of that is is equivalent to the Barry Switzer taking over Jimmy Johnson. Oh well, don't even get me started. You know, I can't stand <laughs> Barry Switzer. That's All a right. knife. You know that. I know, but that was a good analogy. That was good. No, absolutely. All right, well, let's do this. Let's play a song. We'll talk. We'll get some predictions for the season. We'll we'll get some World Series predictions. 
games, and we'll talk about the Super Bowl. We'll see who's gonna who Mike thinks is oh, gonna wow. make it. But we're gonna listen to a tune right now from right here in Phoenix, Arizona. Mr. Mal is the is could be responsible for the song. Mr. Mal, M A L, uh, make a change is the tune. Now he's a looper. Okay, a looper. Do you, do you know what a looper is? I saw the movie, but I don't. <laughs> it's not a thing I don't think it's that. D- Dustin. Yeah. Do you know what a looper is? Um, I mean, I don't know if that's Musically, like, puts it... Yes. Same thing over and over again and overlays different things into that track. Yes. Yes. You know what exactly I'm talking about. So he's a solo artist. He's got his guitar, and he makes all these sounds that records everyone. Then he lays that down, and he lays another one on top of that, then on top of that, and on top of that. So that's what he does. So he just dropped his uh, latest EP called Rest, and we're going to play... Make a change, and we're going to come back. We'll talk about the predictions, and then the Black Moods will be joining us very soon. So, yes. All right, man. Let's hit this tune. We'll be right back. You're going global with gas, man. I may not be the one 
gets even better. The rods are also attached to the puppet's elbows and shoulder joints for easier manipulation. That's a nice old-fashioned postcard, Franklin. This is the ascent that matters. We are the primitive ones, the fighters, the igniters. So back up the cushion survivors, earth drivers, top drivers, we're not slaves to our own creation. We are the unminded, musically advanced to make the notes go. They make the way through blood flow Consciously intelligent we do know What makes the wind blow We are the simple men In a world of technological advancement They suffer problems at the time Then they create ten There's a community and family are absent Human replacement We are the primitive ones The fighters, the igniters So back up on the survivors Earth drivers, top drivers We're not slaves Flourishing like wild kings Hunting and gathering ourselves can be rewarding In a natural world of paradise we build things Out of necessity we are the high ones Herbal meditation ammunition Be peaceful host that carries a pipe Set of a chrome magnum But in a backpack mystic attack a bang shot fun The simple one We are the primitive ones The fighters, the igniters So other publication survivors Of that song to play towards the all the way that was their song not anything i added to that so that's uh 
Uh, I, I just I love those guys, by the way. Project Out of Bounds from San Diego. Primitive is that song from Love Tone. And if you uh, are going to get any kind of reggae music, I would highly recommend Love Tone by Project Out of Bounds. It's an amazing EP. They're, they're great guys, too. And hopefully the next time they're in town, we'll get them here on Going Global with Gas Man here. It's your Saturday afternoon. It's August 30th, so we are on the same page because I've been away for the mic a few for a few weeks. I don't know if anybody out there um, remembers the show, but uh, come on now. <laughs> of course, they remember the show. Well, we were on a roll, and then I, I took the break. I ended up going to Montreal for the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Drove out there, so I was out there on the road for fifteen uh, fifteen days, and it was really difficult to do the radio show at the same time. Oh well, yeah. So I decided not to do the um, Voice America show because it was just too much to handle at, at that time. Because I was doing my FM show uh, while I was on the road. So um, now we're back, and we're talking sports. We have the um, World Series coming up very soon, and we're about a month and a half away from the, the finding out the winner of that one. NFL starting up, college football is this weekend. I mean, it's a big weekend of sports, so that's why I brought in sports broadcaster Michael Caratanudo with me, and we're gonna, we just talked a bunch of sports already, so we're not going to dwell on that too much. Uh, the Black Moods will be joining, joining in uh, very soon. So I asked you as far as your World Series prediction, I asked you about your Super Bowl matchup. I didn't ask for a prediction, though. I asked for right. a, a matchup. matchup right. So let's talk baseball first. Okay. And what are your thoughts? Who is uh, – I, I have no idea, honestly. Because of what we were talking about earlier, I really do not. You, you mentioned the Dodgers were going to win their division. And I'm sure the Cardinals are going to win their division because they're just so good always. That's where I stop. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> everywhere, everywhere else I'm kind of lost on. That's awesome. So, you know, are the Dodgers someone you'll see again in the, in the National League championships? My, I would say yes. I mean, I don't, I don't see how, like I said, with their pitching, their offense. I mean, the talent they have on offense, you can't. Not everybody's going to go cold at the same time. Um, so the Dodgers would definitely be my pick in the NL West. I mean, right now they have a three and a half game lead on the Giants, who started out really hot, but um, they've had their way with the Giants. So I'm, I, I like the Dodgers. Um, you know, Milwaukee right now is two games up on St. Louis. Oh, interesting. Which is, yeah, very Are surprising both those a lot of people. also wildcard teams, too? Yeah, I, I think uh, whoever wouldn't get that would get the wildcard. Now, Washington, Matt Williams, former player here we talked about, yeah. is a manager for the Nationals. The Nationals first year, good? Yeah, first year. They are in first place. They no are six way. games up on the – well, they went to the playoffs last year. Oh, they did. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I'm so fucked. So out of but uh, yeah, so they're up top. You know, I'd like, and Atlanta's right behind them. So it's uh, it's a race for that wild card between Atlanta, St. Louis, and even the Giants too. I mean, Pittsburgh's not too far behind, seventeen sixty four. So they might have a chance at that so kind of second wild. You're card. saying in baseball, in a sense, it's still up for grabs. There's nothing really solid. Well, yet. we have about yeah, three I mean, weeks left in the season, yeah, right? Well, yeah, so September first. So yeah, about two and a half weeks, three weeks left in September first is the last day. No, no, no. I'm saying it's September first is coming up. Oh, so yeah, you, you're right. right. Two and a half weeks of okay. the pre of the so a lot can change. Races. Basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, like I said, but I like the Dodgers um, coming out of the National League. I think the Nationals might be a year off. It'll be interesting to see right. if Milwaukee can keep that. But I like the Dodgers representing the NL. Yeah, and, what and the, you know uh, the American League. I'm so torn because the A's are not. They they were on fire. They're three games behind the Angels. In the West, um, the Kansas City to me is the greatest story of the season. Then Baltimore's up top in the East, seven and a half games over the Yankees. So pretty much anybody out of the, those three out of the American League, I would love to see the A's, um, the Royals, or Baltimore get to the World Series. That'd be nice. But the way they've played, I mean, I definitely, um, 
I like the trades Oakland made. Not that Kansas City isn't there, but I think Oakland in general, I like the trades they made. So I would have to say, you know what? I will go with an all all California World Series, the A's and the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. We've seen that before. Yeah, see, I, have. I would like to see. A long time ago. I would, I wouldn't mind seeing the Orioles. Or the Orioles. I mean, yeah, and be I'm torn cool there because I would like to take that. But Kansas City to me would be the best. They're on success in a long, 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 long time. Right. So to me, if it was like Kansas City and the Dodgers, I'd be cool with that too. That'd be cool to see the Royals. Yeah, there. it would be. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to waffle. My 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 pick with my head is the A's and the Dodgers. But with my heart, I would definitely go with the Royals. The Royals and the Dodgers. The Royals and Dodgers. All right. Well, there's yeah. your World Series matchup. And what about uh, the? That's a, that's a, all right. Royals and Dodgers. I had like Royals re- Dodgers. I had to you know like think that for a second. Okay. Since it's not <laughs> since it's not done, that's what I'm going with. Royals Dodgers. Royals and Dodgers. Forget yeah. Forget that. Royals Dodgers. Forget that. No offense. The Sorry, same A's colors. fans. I know. Royals Dodgers. Tough man. Yeah. Uh, what about football? NFL. We're starting that up <sighs> next week. Um, yeah. This last weekend of preseason was awful because nobody. nobody played, so it was really not a measurement. And which was kind of funny. The ABC local TV station here in Phoenix, the sports guy was like, "The Cardinals laid an egg in San Diego, and they lost nine to 12. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you say they laid an egg well, when you're playing your backups? But it's basically those last five, four to five spots for each team that they're looking for right. in that game. That's why those guys that, you know, undrafted free agents or lower round draft picks, that's the fourth preseason game. They're getting the start. They're playing. So and the, you're basically trying to fi- figure five, maybe at most seven spots that are left on the team, but usually four to five, the last, you know, 48 through 53 right. on the roster. All right. Well, we're going to have, right. have you back before uh, hockey starts. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm going to be covering the Coyotes this year. It's awesome. I have a media pe- press pass once again. Well, you better be. Let me hang, <laughs> you better let me hang with you. I'll, 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 I'll carry your stuff, man. I'll, I, I, I'll carry everything. I'm going to try to see if I can't sque- uh, get a, uh, a hockey player on here. Absolutely. You know, um, so we'll see about that. But uh, I definitely want to talk more sports with you down the road. Um, you're going to hang out with us, right? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. The Black Moods are going to be uh, joining us here in just a short second as well. So I, I want to play some music, and then we'll get to them uh, hanging want, out with us Do you want here. Super Bowl real quick? Oh, yeah, Super Bowl. Super Bowl real quick. Thing. Yes. I'm going to go with the Broncos, and not just because of last year. I think they're even better with the free agents they sign. I mean, and it's tough for them to be better. Um I'm going to go with the Broncos. Now, they lit an egg in the Super Bowl. They so, did. I mean, they did. How, do you, how do you rectify that? Well, the people they brought in and Peyton Manning coming back doesn't hurt either. But I, I, I say the Broncos just because I, I like what they did in the offseason and what they've done, what they did a little bit in the draft too. But I think they're – and plus I think a backup quarterback, I think if Manning goes down that it's it, yeah, it's a drop-off obviously, but I think Broncos fans would be pleasantly surprised with Brock Osweiler. Um, Broncos in the AFC and in the NFC – Going with a little bit of surprise, and no, I'm not can taking I, my team. Can I'm I not, guess? No, You're not, not going to pick no. your team? Absolutely Can not. I guess? Go ahead. Uh, surprise the NFC. Yeah. What would be a surprise the NFC? Like a total out-of-the-blue pick surprise, or have they been kind of like there? They, yeah, I mean, they, they, they've, they've been there. They've been they've there. Been, they've been around, like, in the conversation. Okay, okay. Because um, this is tough for me to do, because the team I wanted to pick NFC, was the Saints, uh, but uh, I didn't pick the Saints. The Falcons. No, but you're close. I well, sort of close. I am actually going with, and people are going to probably laugh out loud. But I am, I am going with the Packers. And the Packers. I was going to say Packers, but I'm mean, like, it, pain, it's kind it of, pains me to say just a teeny bit uh, over the Saints. But it, here's 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 my waffling, wimpy on the fence thing. The Saints get home field. Forget about it. The Saints are going. And I'm not disrespecting anybody in the NFC West. I think they'll beat each other up. Seahawks, right. Niners, Cardinals. Um, but yeah, I, I think you could see a Packers Broncos Super Bowl rematch from way back uh, when uh, John Elway beat Brett Favre. 
Interesting. Yeah. I, I'd hate to see the Packers there, but uh, I would too, and that's why I hated picking that. But I just I lo- I like what they've done. Eddie Lacy coming back and Aaron Rodgers. I mean. The guy is phenomenal. I'm going to pick um, the Steelers, obviously, uh, versus the Steelers. And the Steelers okay, win. Okay, there you go. <laughs> they can't <laughs> that means lose. They might lose, right, too. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Mike. I appreciate the conversation. We're going to move to music when we come back. And here is uh, who we're going to have. I'm going to play their tunes. Uh, it's uh, Give It To Me from the Black Moods right here on Going Global with Gas. Man. It's uh, Give It To Me, it's the Black Moods right here on Going Global with Gas Man, and they are joining me in studio. Chico, what's up, man? What's happening? How you doing, man? Doing good, doing really good. All right, this Ryan is not near a microphone. <laughs> I'm close. <laughs> he's going to lean up. He's going to lean up. Well, he's going to keep keep chill, and uh, Josh is with us as well, but Josh, you are going to have to mime your way through today. Unfortunately, you've... Uh, have a sore throat, I guess you can say, right? Is that what's uh, going yeah, on? Yeah, we have a big show tonight. Yeah. We rehearsed all week and um, re- rehearsed a little too hard for Kennedy over here. <laughs> Josh, man. 
You gonna be okay though? Just tap the mic. Yes, once or twice. I'm blinking. Yes. Let's. I mean, you have. You, I, I, I want to ask you more questions. I'm like, so have you been through this before? What's your remedy and everything like that? You guys would be okay for tonight, right? I mean, everything would be fine. You guys yeah, be yeah. I mean, we get little scares every now and then. There's right. only been one time where uh, he actually went to sing and uh, nothing came out. That's only happened once. It won't happen tonight. He just has to protect it. Right. But you guys hit the road. You guys are always on the road. You guys are. I mean, have you ever? Uh, this happened before. Obviously, was it on the road? And uh, yeah, it? yeah, it, it happens a lot. Like if we have consecutive shows in a row, you know, the vocal cords. It's not like a drum or strings right. where you can replace them. You got to let them warm up and heal. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, we always make it through. I think he stresses about it more than than he should. But. <laughs> well, you guys have been on the road for quite some time. I know you guys have been uh, always uh, traveling. We uh, caught each other out in South by Southwest, and that was in March, which was very cool. I was over at um, – what what bar was that? You played a couple bars actually there. So. Was it Touche's? It was a Touche's, right. Yeah, we yeah. had Touche's and Darwin's. And Darwin's, right. And Touche's, you were telling me that the Deftones were in there? Yeah, somebody <laughs> told me that. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like, see him. Right. I wish I would have seen him. That would have been cool. Right? How crazy would that have been? I mean, like, it's so, um, I mean, like, it's such a small joint, too, you know? Just a little a little hallway of a, of a, of a place, you know? Um, you guys are, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun, and you guys were like a last-minute thing for, for South by Southwest. So when you guys are out on the road, how, how much of your ride is scripted and how much leeway is there to venture off to do some side things here and there do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh we pretty much stay right on the track um we haven't like branched off to see the world's largest frying pan <laughs> <laughs> like that when we the get house a, of mud yeah right <laughs> now when we get a couple of days off we usually check up in the town that we played in and write more songs or, or something of that sort right yeah man and also on the other hand sometimes you know if we need to get a date back we've played enough in the circuit over the past year that we can we made friends everywhere so like hey you got you got a place we want to we're coming through tulsa can we stop in and play play a show or something and sometimes that's pretty easy too it's gotten easier right and even getting into the circuit itself was that difficult to find yourself you know being a part of or did you yeah 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 at first um you know because we we put together mark mays really helped us out he's been managing us and he's from here and he put together a real good template and he started sending them out to you know other venues other bands and trying to see if we could trade shows and at first it's cold calling you know right um but eventually some people actually listen and um some people actually like it and then once we play there it gets easier we're usually invited back so nice now you guys made some news um a few months ago i believe it was maybe even less than that in texas that you found a wallet on a gas station pump mm-hmm. and it turns into like this, the TV follows you guys. Right. I mean, it was like, yeah. at least with the story I saw online, uh, I want to talk about that. Cause uh, that must've been like, what was your reaction when you first saw something on the, well, Nick, our, our tour manager, it was, I don't know, two, three o'clock in the morning. And some of us are just sleeping and, uh, he comes into the van and he shows like, look at this, look at this wallet, you know, that I just found right over here. So we're like, Whoa, let's take it out. <laughs> and we look in there and there's just a ton of cash. And, you know, first thing that came to our minds was like, wow, somebody needs this. Sure. I mean, also that, and like the whole wallet was 
like in alphabetical order. You know, you could tell somebody had their their stuff together. So, <laughs> like, well, this probably needs it. If it was like a bag <laughs> of cash, we probably would be like, eh. with no ID or anything like that. Yeah, yeah like, of well, course, the, we would with the cash sign on the front, <laughs> yeah. a white bag with a little, little string <laughs> that ties the top of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that we would have kept. Under well, that we, we wouldn't even know about. Is what you're saying, <laughs> right? Yeah, we wouldn't be talking about that. That's right what now. I hate about those stories when people like return like a lot of money or like a lot of drugs. Like, dude, we shouldn't know about this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not be like known by anybody. Um, all right, so obviously you know you're at a gas station. It's two or three in the morning, whatever. You find this wallet. It's loaded with cash, and you know it's you, you obviously go, kind of go through it a little bit and see who this person is. And what, what did you find? Um, yeah, Josh was going through it, and we film everything because uh, we we got a camera in January, and we just take it with us, and you know we're trying to put little compilation things together. And so this was just something fun that we were doing, and and you know so Josh is looking in it and found her name, and you know we pull her up on Facebook right off her phones, send her a message. Again, it was like two or three in the morning, right? So we didn't hear back from her. Um, actually, her dad hit us back on our website um, the next morning, and then me and him just talked from there. But you know what's going through her mind is is like wow. As much as we need this, because we're starving right now, sure, um, we it's not ours. So we no, that's get it back. the most admirable thing you can do. I mean, that's regardless of what it is. I mean, you find something like that. I mean, it's inherently good to do that, and it should be. It's good to shows the testament of who you guys are as well. Thank but you. I want to know as far as like finding this and then going like we you can't alter your tour, you can't alter where you're going. So you're either going to mail this thing, but you, it ended up kind of on your way, wasn't it? Yeah, they lived in Austin. Anyway, right. So we ended up just meeting up down the road a little ways. Yeah, and she, she was on her way from Seattle. Yeah, she was she, on her way from Seattle. Yeah, She'd she lives in Seattle. I thought. Okay, so I read, I read this. I thought she was going to Seattle, but this was moving money for that. But she, she was coming back from Seattle. Yeah, actually, okay. what, 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 actually, because it was kind of confusing to us too. And my brother, he works for HLN, and I don't know if you saw that one, but he did no. a, a little bit on us. I'll forward it to you. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, but he actually c- contacted her, interviewed her. Um, and got the because we were confused about details too. But what happened was that she was on her way back to San Antonio. Uh, she lives in Seattle, going to San Antonio to see her brother graduate. Oh. And we just happened to be at the same gas station. She right. had like a little kid with her. Yeah, a little four year old. Right. Um, Did you see her at all? You had no clue. That we've never met her in person. Right. But so you just saw this the, wallet and that was it. Yeah. Well, except for that picture. And then my brother interviewed her. Uh, he interviewed us via FaceTime and did the same with her. Right. So. Um, so that that's how we we see seen her, but her uh, fought, was it her stepdad? Her stepdad was the guy that I was talking to. He lives in Austin. All right, so you just said, "Here you go," and you just, yeah, we you just take care of it the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah, you well, can that's take really it from cool, her. man. But I mean, if if it wasn't, I mean, we we're looking to get, we were gonna mail it to her, right? You know, maybe take the cash out, get a cashier's check, and then send it. Okay, you know that way, so it's a, there's a track of it or something. But we don't want to give it to the to the tenant there, there because he could have easily. Oh yeah, you know, we we don't we know who we are and what we would have done. So we that's just kind of and it worked out that that her dad was there. There wasn't even a tenant. There, the gas station was closed. The pump was open because you could use your card. Oh, so really? Oh, really? Oh, you I couldn't didn't. leave it to anybody there. there right. Anybody there? Wow, man. That's. I mean, yeah. The next person would have got that. Who knows? I mean, never even heard about this. You guys were a little inspiring because I took a little trip. I took, uh, took a little trek across country. I drove to Montreal. I don't know if you guys noticed. You've been following what I, what I was doing or not. Um, and I was like, I'm going to find something and return it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do fun. You know, but it's funny is that I was at a Starbucks and I actually, somebody left a wallet right by like where the sugars and the tr- you know, little trash area is and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Someone left the wallet right there. I'm like, oh my crap. And I just went to the, I 
I didn't like do my own thing for it. I just gave it to the, the <laughs> clerk or something like that, the guy behind the counter. He's, I think he said man. somebody had called for it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, man. So that's really cool, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just karma. Yeah, I mean, it just happened. And you happened to be in the right place yeah. at the right time, and uh, good hands were were involved. Uh, yeah, and it's just we always lose stuff. You know, we lose our phone weekly and our wallets, and you know, we hope that somebody will return it to us. So. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with that. <laughs> There's nothing worse than losing your phone or your wallet or both at the same time, especially when you're on tour. Yeah, I mean, you try to plan for things, and you, I know you go on the road a lot, so you're. It's not like you're, you know, going to Mars. You know, you're always going to be in contact with at least finding uh, things you need along the way, in a sense. But right. there are also going to be situations where it's better to have it and not need it, and need not have it. I guess, right? Right. So, totally. I mean, be prepared in a sense. Mm-hmm. But like instead of like for me when I flew by the seat of my pants, I was like, well, I'm going to be in other cities. They have WalMarts there. They have <laughs> you know whatever I need. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Yeah. Then, then you realize the next. Civilization isn't for, for another four hours. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, Something happens here. I'm screwed. Isn't a Walmart. <laughs> right. Uh, the Black Moods are joining me here, and they got a show tonight in Phoenix, Arizona, over at the Crescent Ballroom. Now, this is uh, the because you've been on the road for a little bit, so you're back in town. This is your home base. Where um, are you in an intermediate area right now? Are you on your way somewhere else at the moment, or are you here to play and then you're going to be chilling for a couple weeks? And then. Uh, we're actually going to be uh, hanging out for a while. We just picked up management. Um, it's called Street Smart Management. And um, they they wanted us to – we made a six-song EP that we were going to release. Originally, when we booked this show, this was going to be the city release party okay. tonight um, for that EP. But after talking with management, they said, you know, we want to add more songs to the record. Mm. Um, so we're going to table it for now, do some more recordings, and keep you guys kind of local to Los Angeles and Phoenix <laughs> – Keep you guys, you know, just close by if we have, you know, photo shoots or interviews or different things coming up okay. and try to get us touring regionally to really make our Southwest following a lot bigger. Okay. So um, what we have right now, as far as the tunes that I have from you, um, you started about six brand new tunes that we have. Yeah. Okay. That's great. And, and actually so, there's 11 now. Okay. One we co-wrote with um, Kenny from AWOL Nation. Yeah, we did that last that's week. That's awesome, man. Those yeah, it's awesome. Really nice. Oh, that's so really cool. I, I can't wait to hear some of this stuff, man. You got to get me get get it to me yeah, as soon as possible. Yeah, we, we got some stuff in the van. We'll we'll leave. Can more. I play some today? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Oh, we. I definitely want to get some of that. <clears throat> um, and I also want to talk drugs with you guys too, because you have a song called "It's a Drug." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I I do a segment on the show because this is your first time with me here on Going Global with Gas Man. Yeah. Because you've been on the Driving with Gas show a couple times, and we've uh, played porn on music or not with you. I think I played that with you, right? Yeah. We're gonna play that. Again, Love and, that game. and we'll play. Uh, <laughs> and we'll play. Name that drug as well. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I want to play before we get the new stuff. I want to play one of my favorites from you guys. Cool. It's "Can't Sleep at Night," and which I know now you added in with that uh, the Floyd tune. Yeah, we did. Which is amazing, times. by the way. It's just a crazy <laughs> blend, and uh, I, I really dig it a lot. It's a nice blend from one to another song, and uh, this is uh, music from the Black Moods. And tell people where they can find you online. And uh, uh, you go to blackmoods.com, um, and that has links to all of our, our sites on uh, iTunes and Amazon and YouTube and etc. Yeah. It's it's great music. You guys are gonna dig it. We'll be right back after this with the Black Moods.
Black Moods and Can't Sleep at Night right here on Going Global with Gas Man as we have the band with us right here from left to right. It's Josh, Chico, and Ryan. It's just a three-piece band, but that sounds like a bigger bigger band than three right there, which is what awesome. I love about your music. You know, you guys are so dynamic on stage. You're so electric. You have a lot of energy. You really show the people how to like enjoy your music, I guess you can say, you know, and that's important, you know, because I think showmanship when you're on stage is, is, is half the battle, I think, isn't it? Yeah, uh, doing showmanship and making sure you're playing the right notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, nobody uh, wants to time. go up and see, like, dudes just stand there. <laughs> that seems to be what it That's is, though. You know, you see a lot of bands these days, and it's just there's no, there's no creativity besides the music itself. You know, like, they, they dress like slobs. You know, you don't, you don't look like you're a rock star on stage. Yeah, there's a lot of I mean? suspenders these days. <laughs> a lot of suspenders? I haven't seen suspenders neck yet. Beards. What? Neck beards and suspenders and <laughs> high water jeans? Come on yeah, now. What's that Let's band called? Mumford and... Mumford and Cousins. Are Mumford and Cousins, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, one, yeah, that's one trend. I don't even know if that's even continuing. Is that like hipster music even continuing on? I think it's going to go like the way of, you know, how 80s and glam was and all that kind of thing. It's just going to come around and go away and come around and go away right it's gonna come in phases and waves yeah. and stuff like that and it's it always else, they already man. did that didn't they but isn't like what stays this yeah. this this the same is is rock and roll man you know i mean it's sometimes it's cool it, sometimes it's not and i mean it's always cool to us <laughs> <laughs> we're always gonna do it so you're talking about like more like a prevalent like society ahead. accepting or you're talking about the uh, yeah i mean yeah because sometimes it's like 
you know, Miley Cyrus is like the thing, and then right, you know, and then Kings of Leon will be the thing, and then you know, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters or whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> the O'Neaters. Yeah, I don't think I know those guys. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. But you know what's funny about like that style of music where everyone's like it's that. Oh, you got to hear about these guys. You know, I found the best new thing, and it's, you know, that hipster's down, and this and that. And you're supposed to be wowed by them because someone is so thrilled that this is the the, ne- the next big thing you're not supposed to like. Mm-hmm. You well, know? Yeah, it's like when Mumford and Sons came around, then everybody all of a sudden had a banjo in their band. <laughs> <laughs> and, and grew plaid on their shoulders, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. You're right. That was kind of the following trend of what was going on with, with that style of music. And, and you even see it in, in commercials these days. You know, they're trying to emulate that hipster look and everything. And they're always a day late and dollar short, too, with that. But, um, but it's always been the steady of rock and roll that's been there. And you guys are that. You guys are rock and roll. I don't know what else to explain what you guys play except for that. It's, I mean, you get people to say, you guys sound like this, you guys sound like that. Or is there a specific genre you guys would classify yourself as? Or, I mean, what, 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 do, uh, you, what do you say to people? Yeah, I mean, you know, people always come through, and you're like, "Oh, we're we're a rock and roll band." And yeah. Like, well, what kind of rock? And roll? <laughs> right. The the original <laughs> kind of rock and roll, <laughs> right. where there's drums and bass and guitar and vocals, and a lot of balls. <laughs> that's what you Mainly. get. That's that's exactly <laughs> it, man. And you, you think about some of the the, the best and rock melody. and roll bands out there. They're in, in a sense a three piece band. You know, Black Sabbath, right? Led right. Zeppelin. You know, I mean, all these bands, that are, I mean, those are just, you can say Rush. <laughs> you can add them. That's a three-piece band. There you band. go. Wow. <laughs> I mean, but, wow. But they have keyboards and a bass. So that's like four instruments with three people. Yeah, he plays like, <laughs> like, like an octopus with all those instruments and stuff. <laughs> One dude. What are you talking about? You're talking about Getty uh, Lee. Getty Lee. <laughs> I think he plays something with his nose, too, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> he moves that mic out of the way with that thing. <laughs> Put a bit of harmonica underneath his nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a fourth, in- fifth instrument for Rush. Yeah, that's actually, <laughs> exactly. Um, the Black Moods, uh, you guys, uh, your topics of your music, you, uh, you know, because we, we just played Can't Sleep at Night, of course, Give It To Me. You have a song called It's a Drug, mm-hmm. you know, so um, are you pro-drug? Are you pro-legalization of marijuana? Are you pro um, just in general drugs like that? Or what's your stance on uh, the freedoms of Americans? Well, not, like, I'm not saying drugs are good or anything like that, but. Um, just don't kill yourself, <laughs> please. Or hurt other people. Or, yeah, just be cool, man. <laughs> yeah, just handle your man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, when, especially with Colorado right now, you know they're paying a lot of their government deficit off, right? <laughs> with the with the income from the marijuana that they legalized, so something's you know. Something's all right with it, obviously. Right. You know? That's what you got to think. You got to think. Don't, but we can't say one way or the other. You know. What we, do we know we're we're musicians, not politicians. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could be politicians of rock. Does that make sense? <laughs> that doesn't. Put it, that's that's oxymoron. Right? That's oxymoron. I, got, I, got an, <laughs> I have an idea for you guys. You do a uh, concept album. It'll be about Go a musician on. who goes to become a politician, <laughs> and then he has to remain the musician on the side. And he rocks the world, and he changes people's minds as he does it with his music. Tom Morello do that. See. Yeah, that's Tom Morello, right? <laughs> oh, <is it? laughs> I know he's very political. All right, well, I'm recording this, so if he didn't, then this is, this is right here, man. Right. I'm giving this, you this juicy you first. piece of... Uh, have it here first. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, go ahead. I don't right. know uh, a whole lot about strategy or anything, but I do have to say that if it was legal... 
then like cops might be more free to like catch like murderers and rapists and things like that. Yeah, yeah instead of focusing on a nickel bag on some you know, hippie kid. Th- th- that's the story. There was a story in uh, this guy who was coming from Ohio to Phoenix. He's a Phoenix resident, and he's got a medical card, and he's driving back from Ohio, and I guess he had some with him, and he got pulled over. And apparently the cops saw the marijuana card with his license, which is a big no-no. Don't carry the green card next to the license. Put it, <laughs> I was told, put it in a different pocket, mm-hmm. you know, to keep it completely separate because that's what happened. Oh, you got a marijuana card. And the guy's like, well, yeah, I got marijuana with me. I'm a patient. I was like, um, this is Ohio. <laughs> oh, no, I think it was Oklahoma, actually. Dude. He's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there a couple of times. That was, uh, no tolerance. Or no, that zero. Arkansas? Zero tolerance. Oh, I'm sure both don't. For anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that where Footloose is from? Yeah. It was Oklahoma. <laughs> it's actually Missouri, where <laughs> we're from. It's like right. down the street. Yeah. Pretty Missouri. Pretty, yeah. yeah it's is right it really? The corner, you guys yeah. were that close to it? Dude, yeah, the, the yeah. guy donated that. <laughs> The uh, land the school was built on, and he was a hardcore Baptist. So that was the rule: was like you cannot dance on the school property. You're kidding me! So that was a real thing. Real it's, thing. It's man. still, still happening. Can. It's still that way now. They have to have their dances off of school grounds. Wow, that's where barnwarming and all this kind of you know hillbilly uh, right. action stuff. Well, you say, I mean, people are going to do it regardless, and so now you're just making them do it somewhere else where then you're not going to be able to. Monitor them, so I guess it's a bad, it's a good thing that they don't want you <laughs> the to kids do it. Don't mind, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny, man. I mean, it's sad. It's sad that it's still there. You know, that kind of mentality is still happening. I mean, That's like even with this guy getting busted, it's like, yeah, you only had a small amount on you, and it's like he's a patient, but you're not in that state. No, you're you yeah, got contraband. Like how, how much time and paperwork right. and dollars into that person's you know hourly wage to well, spend you, on? You that. know that cop called another two cops that pulled up. And those guys were next to the these guys, and like, right. And then they got to document everything. But it's they're like so really bored for what one they? delicious joint, all <laughs> just that. Let's ruin someone's life for this. See, yeah. they probably took it and went and, and smoked, smoked it smoked. themselves. <laughs> 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 it's most likely exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean, but there's nothing going on in these cities. They have nothing better to do but to do something like this, right? It makes them look good. Hey, we're really doing some. Cracking down. Police work, you know. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. We're protecting society. It's job security is what that is. is that, yeah, you know, I can see sad. that. It's uh, it's sad, man. It's it's sad to have that that feeling against this drug that really doesn't hurt anybody. Well, really it's the same because, it. like, and it's that generation, too. Like, my granddad still, like, he grew up in the time of reefer madness videos. Right. And, like, the, all the propaganda that this is going to make you go out and you know, really ruin your life. And so he's like totally anti, you know, he thinks that pot is just like the devil's lettuce, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so, I mean, once it's going to come around to where that whole generation isn't, you know, where it's the, the cats that are our age and this and whatnot. That's why it's, I think legalized, getting legalized. Right. Kind of thing. So, but whatever, we just play rock and roll music. The devil's lettuce. That's a good, that's a good drug code. See, I have a drug code. It's one of the games we play on the show here is like what words you use to replace what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> and a friend of mine told me, she was like, um, oh, I, I have a good one. It's, I just tell people I'm, I have to see my tutor and get some notes. <laughs> and I said, "Well, I can't do that. I'm a little bit older than that." She's like, "Oh, no worries. Just tell him you go to junior college." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess I can go get around with that. So um, is that how you order from like a restaurant that's a drug front? 
and you're like, and can I get a side of the devil's lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. wink. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your drug codes? You have any uh, special ones you want? To, not the ones you really use, but the ones you want. You know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to give our real ones away. <laughs> you haven't heard any any crazy ones at all, or? Hmm. It's pretty simple. Oh, I need two. I don't know, man. I'm always high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget them, man. I don't remember, man. Two cans of green paint, please. We don't use, <laughs> our use codes are just like, give me drugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that way anyway, right? I mean, everything's going to be so legalized and free. It's not going to. That's going to go away. Drug codes going to go away, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you know, think about think about what's going to be it's that gonna be a lost art. It's good. It will be. You know, no more getting your weed behind the Seven Eleven anymore. Right. Which is also a good thing too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll regulate that. Um, I want to play something off your new album. Yes, please. This is great. I'm so excited to play this. This is brand new stuff. Brand new stuff. Which one shall I play? Which track shall I play? Probably say it for the last time. Yeah. I think that's the one that we're going to like uh, call the single or something like that. Yeah, that's one we're going to start pushing later this year or next year. All right. So that is uh, Say It for the Last Time. Number two, yeah. We're going to play this right here. We'll come back with some more Black Moods. We'll play Porn and Music or Not with them as well. So cool. don't go anywhere. You're going global with gas. Man.
Nice. <laughs> I take that, man. Right on. That's safe for the last time from the Black Moods off their EP Killers in the Night. But this is actually going to change. Yeah, it's, it was supposed to be an EP, and right. now it's full length, and so it's right, the so whole thing shifted. Right. Yeah, so, so that that's so like... This, uh, so this is a very special thing I had in my hands. Yeah, we'll so, never make those again, yeah. All right, so will Killers in the Night be the name of the album? And also the na- the know. title track, yeah. Oh, of the new album? Yes. We don't know yet. You don't know yet. Okay, no, it's interesting. It's all kind of a new, like, you know, when you add five new songs to something right. you already had existed, it changes the whole thing up, really, so... Yeah, because I mean, you know, when you're picking an, a, a name for your album, what are you looking for? Something to encompass all the music you're playing. Something to, you know what I mean? Like, what's yeah. your what's your angle on on picking a name for that? And now you got to change it up a little bit. Yeah, with well, that because that whole all those songs kind of like other than that song, they were all pretty much themed kind of, oh, you know, along the same type of a vibe. Anyways, about you know, Killers in the Night or Without a Warning, they all kind of had the same flowing thing through them, but. Other than that song, that's like a poppy rock fun song, which was kind of threw a wrench in my whole idea behind it anyway. <laughs> so adding these other songs really changed it up a lot. Well, right on. Well, I'm looking forward to the full album. That sounds really cool. I mean, that's uh, and what's the timetable on that for you, for everyone else out there? Well, we just tracked it literally last week. We went to L.A., got there Monday, started tracking Tuesday, and we were done by Sunday. Five more songs to add to those six that you have right there. Um, timetable, probably we won't release anything until 2015. Um, we want to hopefully get on, go to radio, um, and play either that song or one of the new ones that we just tracked, okay. get some traction and then start touring again. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to that tonight. They're playing the Crescent Ballroom in Phoenix, Arizona. And then, uh, after that, we're going to, uh, sit and wait for this album and small tours regionally around the area. And, yeah. Uh, we're still going to do shows. Right. Um, we're just, uh, though because we go back out for two weeks to the Midwest area again, like Tulsa and all that kind of uh, Indianapolis. And that's do some September. Austin yeah, Dallas dates and stuff. So the whole from Texas to Indiana really comes in September, and then we'll be back just doing like one-offs kind of thing and playing shows in L.A. And we're trying to get up to Portland and that kind of thing too since we're going to be on this side of the states. Yeah. So Might as well, right? We'll see, yeah. Well, you guys hit the Midwest a lot because you guys are from Missouri. Like you said, and uh, where exactly? What's the city? Wheaton, Missouri. Wheaton, Missouri. Now, where is that in relation it's to like St. Louis? Springfield, Branson area. It's four uh, hours south of St. Louis. Okay. South and west. It's a very, like, they call it the four-state area because you can drive like 30, 40 minutes and be in Arkansas, Oklahoma, or Kansas. Oh, really? So, yeah, you're right there. Three hot spots. Yeah, <laughs> totally. The mecca. <laughs> the mecca of the Midwest. <laughs> Almost like the Four Corners, right? I mean, yeah. I like <laughs> standing all four places. <laughs> Pretty damn close. <laughs> uh, the Black Moods are joining me here, and we're almost uh, out of here. Three o'clock comes quickly. You guys have to get uh, to your uh, show as well. Uh, I want to play a little drug code here. Or not drug code, excuse me, but uh, it's uh, name that drug, okay? Okay. So what I have here is some audio clips from commercials on TV uh, from drugs, from prescription drugs, you know, the ones that are safe for us, you know? The ones you should ask your doctor if they're right for you, right? <laughs> safe <laughs> right. for us. May right. cause this or that. <laughs> that that's what it is, right? So what you're going to hear are the, uh, the side effects, and then you've got to tell me which drug it is. I'll give you some choices to choose from, okay? Okay. So uh, the choices you're going to have to choose from are Chantix, Enablix, and Zoloft. Okay. okay. Which, which one is this? Side effects include blurred vision and more commonly dry mouth, constipation, indigestion, and abdominal pain. 
Oh, it's a dry mouth constipation. <laughs> yeah, is that like the same? Is that like That's when you together? wake up hungover, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you have this, man. Today. You have this. <laughs> what were our choices again? All right, I have Chantix, Enablix, and Zoloft. Go ahead, I'll play it again. Here it goes. I'm gonna go with Side effects one. include blurred vision and more commonly dry mouth constipation, indigestion, and abdominal pain. I'm going for Zoloft. You're going for Zoloft? You're going Zoloft, you're going Chan... I'll, I'll do uh, B. You'll do uh, the Enablix? Yeah. Was that the middle one? So everyone's picking one? Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's, that's what <laughs> right. He's going to be right. Yeah, someone's going to be right, and uh, it's Chico. Damn. <laughs> it's Enablix. But I want to play the other ones that for you guys. That made up. Enablix? Enablix, right. That's the thing, too, is coming up. And those aren't the names. Like, the real names are something weird. And then they have like a marketing firm come up with a name that's more like oh, relatable to, for people. That's how these names come up. Enabling. Yeah, here, here's Chantix. So listen to these. If you notice agitation, depressed mood, or changes in behavior that are not typical for you, or if you develop suicidal thoughts or actions, some patients have had these symptoms while taking or after stopping. The most common side effect is nausea. Patients also reported trouble sleeping and vivid, unusual, or strange dreams. Use caution when driving or operating machinery. I mean, like, when does it stop? Right? Yeah, who's going to buy that? That's, That's like, the, the, well, you hide it behind the music. You hide it behind a smiley face on TV. Or a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. I'm like, oh, this yeah. isn't so bad. Blindness? He's angry. Yeah. Sure. Well, it's, it's just a minor foe. It's just a minor risk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. I, I want to play uh, the other one. one more. This is Zoloff. I want to play this one because this one's got an interesting, kind of a vague side effect. Side effects may include dry mouth, insomnia, sexual side effects, diarrhea, nausea, and sleepiness. <laughs> okay. Question. Sexual side what is a sexual <laughs> side effect? That's that's mean, like, that could mean <laughs> so many things. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You just like have like a midday erection. In the <laughs> 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 Random erections. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, side effect. <laughs> <laughs> I love that band, by the way. Are they from, right. Right. Uh, <laughs> from Hackensack, Jersey? Zoloft and the sexual side effects are much more like whiskey. <laughs> you got whiskey dick? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> 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 Those kind of sexual side effects. Oh. I'm just sure, yeah, like, I, I don't know. That's like that's a good question, Like sexual man. side effect, that could be a positive or a negative. I don't know. I don't get it either, man. Um, all right, that's my drug game. <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent. I love that. Thank game. you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the applause. Um, I want to play some porno music or not, though, with you guys. Yeah. Please. Because, uh, see, I'm not prepared for this one yet. I was ready to go, and I just totally forgot about this file. But, you know, forget about it. I have an open for it. We won't play it. We'll just go right into it. Porno Music or Not is the game we play here on the program where <laughs> I play some music, and you have to tell me, is it from a porno mu- movie or something else? From television, do we have to name the porno? If you can, <laughs> double points. I have a special prize for you. <laughs> if you Sexual can, side effects. Yeah, if, if that's you, your special yeah. prize. What? If you can name it, yes, then you're you're all good. All right. So these are not your brown bag pornos. Okay, these are you know in the mail. These are like uh, Skinamax style. Your softcore bees, if you like, if you like to call that, or something else from television. So you have to tell me: <laughs> is this is this porn or is it not? Yes. Watch that one. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, that's the uh, Red Shoe Diaries season four. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> you sure, season four? It's set in. Sure, season four. That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, what about you, Chico? Uh, 
No, I think this is like a cheesy B movie, but not. No, like not a porno. porn. Not yeah. porn. What about uh, not yet? Definitely yes. porno. Definitely porno. Says Josh and Dustin. What about you? I'm going Weather Channel. You're going. The, <laughs> <laughs> he's going the Weather Channel. Dustin's played this with me before. Uh, what about uh, that? Sounded kind of gay. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Uh, Wait, Michael. Michael Caratinudo is with us still. Uh, I want you guys. I want you to play Mike. What do you think? Is Mike there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, what do you think, Mike? I gotta say, it's not. It's not. All right. Uh, well, for those of you who said it is not, you are wrong. What? Yes. It is porno show music. Show me. It's from... <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't quite show you, but uh, I can tell you it's from Skidamax's Hotel Erotica. And the scene is two girls on a couch. Is that the technical uh, slate name for the scene? That's all I, I I gave it that slug word, you know. I was like, how do I describe this scene in a couple words? I said two girls on a couch. Perfect. Two, two girls on a couch. Again. Take one. All right. All right, here we go. Is this porn or is it not? Absolutely. Yeah. If it's not, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's got a visual in his head already for this one. What about you, Chico? Uh, I don't know. That's not porno. No, not porno. What are no. you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking like opiate for the masses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. I it seems so. too positive to be porno. <laughs> and too fast. Positive. Yeah, I mean... Positive porno, huh? That sounds like... I mean, it's all pretty positive. I like that. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. There's enough wah in it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> enough wah-wah pedal in that. And uh, what about you guys, Dustin? Well, I think the only way it would be if it in a porno would be if it was like a montage training for the sex Olympics, but I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> a montage so, scene. Interesting. All right. What so, about, so yeah. I'm going to say uh, montage scene. Montage scene. Okay. All right. Uh, Mike? Oh, I'm going with yes, most definitely. He's going, yes. All right. The answer to porno music or not. Is it porn or is it not? It is not uh, porno music. Oh, <laughs> it isn't. It's not porno. All right. It is from the Miss Indianapolis 500 competition on TV. Wow. Let those girls drive. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. I'll, let me give you one more. Then we'll do one more variation of the game here. Is this porn or is it not? Josh wrote that one. Yeah, I was going to say that. I actually kind of like that. I don't think that is porno. No? No porn? Uh, no. I don't think no. So. You can know. What you guys? pretty high quality stuff. Dustin? I don't know. I got to go I gotta go. no on that one. No on that one? All right. Mike? Going with yes. Uh, what are you thinking? I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going with yes. I think it's in, it's in, uh, it's definitely one of those Skinamax ones, uh, and they walk in from the rain or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they walk in from the rain. He's watching it right now. <laughs> it's on. Uh, and then she goes to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Get to, yeah. All right, is it porno or not? It is not porno music. Mike, you're the only one that got it wrong. Everyone else got it, it right. Be. It is. <laughs> it should be. It's from 
Adult Swim on Cartoon Network. So close enough. Yeah, <laughs> it could be considered close enough. All right, I want to do one more game with you guys. This is part of Porno Wait, Maker. So Night. I won that one, right? Uh, everyone did pretty much. Yeah, um, you got it right. Yes, I got three for three on that. But we're gonna we're gonna go here. This is a variation of porno music or not. I don't do it very often. It's called soap or porn, and it is about dialogue. Okay, so you're gonna hear a little dialogue, <laughs> yeah. and you're gonna tell me is this from a soap opera or is it from a porno? All right, it's a real short clip. Is this porn <laughs> or is this soap or is this porn? This is ridiculous. How is anybody supposed to find their class with this thing? Excuse me, miss. I think I can take you where you need to go. All right. Does he take her to class or does he take her to class? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Um, That is not porno. Not porno? He's going to actually take her directly to the classroom. They're going to like... And learn. Learn things. (laughs) Read books. Lame. No no way. He's in for meeting the parents later. (laughs) You know how it is. All right, so you're thinking soap opera. That is straight up porn. You're going porn? I think I've seen it. All right. It's it's, no. du- it's dungeon class? <laughs> is that what yeah, it is? no. You're, what are you thinking, Josh? I don't think it's porn. You don't think it's porn? You think it's soap opera. What about uh, Dustin? I got to say soap. I've, the, the music undertones are like too eerie, unless it's like that kind of porn, in which case it shouldn't be porn. anyway. That, that kind of porn, <laughs> right? All right, what about you, uh, Mike? I'm saying it is. You're going it is yeah, porn. Yeah, I think right. it, it, it was too cheesy of a, a question right. from her, so I'm going it's porn. Is is rain involved in this one? Hopefully <laughs> outside. <laughs> All right, let's do this one more time. I'll play it here. Is this uh, soap or porn? This is ridiculous. How is anybody supposed to find their class with this thing? Excuse me, miss. I think I can take you where you need to go. All right, and he takes her to class to learn. To learn. So right. it is a soap right. opera, yes. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm willing to bet that he's like a vampire or something, like a young teenage vampire. No, it's one night to live. Oh. <laughs> Again, they, okay, they got amnesia and just came <laughs> back as not a vampire. Exactly. You know mm. how those things work. Fuck vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about dragons these days, man. Come on, is get it? with it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're so behind. We don't know what cool is anymore. Z- zombies and, I think zombies and vampires have had their day, and it's now it's medieval times, so we're, we're getting closer hey, to right. being who we are right now, which is cowboys and Indians. <laughs> all right, I like that. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll be there. The Black Moods. Uh, th- throw out your website one more time. Uh, www.theblackmoods.com Nice. And you guys are again tonight in uh, Phoenix, Arizona at the Crescent Ballroom. Look for brand new music coming out of them very soon. And I uh, thank you for joining me, man. I know you had some, uh, Josh wasn't, uh, you know, rushing his voice for tonight, which is, uh, I, pre- I appreciate you even coming down and being a part of today. Oh, yeah, so thank course. you so much, yeah, man. Thank you. Josh, Chico, and Ryan. The Black Moods joining me here, here on Going Global with Gas, man. And we are done. Next week we'll come back and uh, I'm going to try to get that porn star next week, so. We'll Sweet. be here. <laughs> <laughs> You're more than welcome to join us again, man. That'll be good times, too. So, uh, all right. Can I play another song from this? Uh, come leaving? Or yeah, please yeah? do. Okay, which one shall I play? I'll do uh, Someone to Save Us. Someone to Save Us, track number one. All right, you'll see this on the new album coming out soon. It's untitled at the moment. Correct. So untitled. contact them and suggest some titles. Please. That's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah? Yeah. All right, I might do that for you, too, man. All right, here we go. Sure. It's Black Moods. You guys are going to take, take, uh, take us out of here today. Everyone else, have a great day. Thank you for going global with Gas Man on The Voice of America. Come to Crescent tonight. Come to Crescent tonight. We'll be back next week. <laughs>
Yeah.